Welcome back to Late Night with Larry. This is your host, Larry D. And I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, so tonight we think we're going to discuss the topic of legalization. You know, y'all heard about it, legalized weed. It's happening across the nation. Well, we're going to discuss what it's about, what it could do, and why people are afraid of it. So, Yeah, and uh, our opinions, we hope New Mexico jumps on the wagon quick because we're losing out. Yeah, we are losing out. I agree. And we're losing out on revenue. And uh, so let's start with why. Why do you think people are so afraid to legalize this? And, and of course, we get it from some of the older politicians that just want to talk and they want research. I want facts. I want and, and I get that. But right. And it's the older crowd a lot, mostly because um, they're they were educated about it differently than we were. Do you remember that movie, Reefer Madness, the government put out where you smoke marijuana, you're going to lose your mind, you're going to go insane, all that shit? Yeah, no, I do I do remember that. And uh, I watched it. I was a high schooler in the 80s when MTV broadcast it. I thought it was wacky as shit and funny. I, I didn't see, it didn't deter me in any way whatsoever. Right. Uh, a matter of fact, you know, we all tried smoking weed we called it weed now they call it cannabis cannabis but yeah you know uh, in high school i experimented and uh and i watched that while i smoked weed so <laughs> right but i did not inhale that's right yeah <laughs> um i i concur with bill clinton i didn't inhale either right but you know hopefully it'll be legalized but for now i'm gonna have something that is legal Ooh, that's the sound of freedom. Ooh, and is that the Coors Light? Yep. Can you see the Rockies are blue, my I, friend? It I is can, time. I can see. Once those mountains turn blue, drink away. So yes, sir. Yeah, and that's that's my thing. So and and like uh, the older uh, politicians here in New Mexico, they're pushing. They want more factual research. And I don't know exactly what they're looking for, but that's just what they keep pushing for. I think it's an excuse because if if you ask me, all right, you guys had prohibition, you know, before we were born. What kind of research did you do on that? Right, and and you're right. It is, it is an excuse because being the older generation, they might not agree with it, uh, where their voters do agree with it. So. Wanting more research is their way of dragging their feet, dragging it out. I, I agree. I totally agree with that. That's their excuse not to legalize it. Well, we need. Well, here's the catch 22. If you don't fucking legalize it, how can you research the effects of it? Right, right. You know, you know so much about alcohol now because alcohol is legal. Right. And there again, they say, well, we don't want to legalize it because now we're, we're going to be dealing with drunk drivers and stone drivers and i'm like well what are you dealing with now anyway exactly nothing's going to change the only thing that's going to change is the income for the state uh, yeah i agree so you could either give your money to the cartels in the black market or you could yeah, give your money to, to the state where they could use it for and 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 the marijuana will be grown locally here and a lot of it's already grown here in uh in new mexico there's a a place in Bernalillo, I know, and it's regulated, it's tested, you know, 
you don't know what you're going to get from the cartel. Right. And, you know, and that's, they're, they're following state guidelines so that it has to be tested, regulated. Right. You know, they're like any other product. They don't want to put something that's yes. been tainted or poisonous out on the shelf for you to consume. Exactly. And our governor, she's put out, she's uh, put together a team to do more research and put together some le- legislation or something so she could take to. I guess they're having a session in January. They are. And it's going to be 30, a 30-day 30 session. So she wants her team to do the research and get some, you know, questions answered so they could present it before before the legislation there. Right. Well, this is, this is the facts that were uh, brought to my attention. And you're right. So what she's done is a legalization work group assembled right. by... Democratic Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham is pitching an over, an oversight system that would limit state and local taxes on recreational marijuana to roughly 17% and license producers for as little as 500 a month with additional additional per plant fees. Right. So, you know, she <clears throat> she does see the revenue that could be generated from it and uh Yes, and and a lot of the things that she's really pushing for is is it's not a bad thing because she's pushing for the labeling, you know, so right. it don't get in the hands of children. And she was pushing for if they're going to advertise, she don't want to do any cartoons or any of that stuff that would like target the youth. Right, and and I agree. She, you know, keep it keep it strictly adult based. You know, right. you, you don't exactly. you don't see cartoons on the beer commercials, and you know, I. I, I totally agree with that, but at the same time, let's be realistic about it, you know. Right, and and another thing she wanted to do, if it is legalized, she wanted to keep it separate from the medical, you know, just to control costs. Right. And they would make the medical cannabis tax-free. Right, and that, that's a good thing, and I think medical should be tax-free. It should. Um and I think I think around seventeen percent would that keep us in line? That way, people ain't jumping ship going to Colorado, right? And see that that was another thing she's afraid of. <clears throat> if the, it's the price is too much, they're gonna go back to the black market. Absolutely. I mean, that's where they're at now because it's not legal, right? There's, you know what? It's interesting because <clears throat> I'm sure there there's still a big black market here in New Mexico for it, but. How many people do you think actually drive to Colorado and get it? A ton. So Action, one of our, I don't know if it was Action 7 News, I think it was, but one of our news outlets here, they actually did that. So when it first got legalized in Denver, they waited a while, then they went up there, and of course they compiled the data. And they were saying the amount of people that drive from New Mexico into Colorado to score to buy and, and bring it back, it was phenomenal. Right. And they know because you had to show your ID when you right. got in. Right. When you walk into the dispensary, that's the first thing to do is they take your ID. Right. And they keep it, they log it down, and they hold your ID until it's your turn to go in the back room. Yep. It, that's so true. But, yeah, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at it from the tax revenue basis that it could do good for our state. It could do a lot of good. I, I forget the numbers. They're projecting like in five years it'll bring in like six hundred million a year, some, some, somewhere around that line, in in tax revenue. 
I have the numbers right here. <clears throat> it says, uh, and this is one of our city councilors here in Albuquerque, Pat Davis. He told the lawmakers to expect more than $50 million in tax revenue within a year from recreational marijuana sales. And at least $94 million as the market stabilizes in five years. Okay. So, and, and I think it'll be higher than that. Okay, the number I was referring to might be sales, but that doesn't sound That's, right. There should, there will probably be more sales than that. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, it's like everything. They, they, they do the best they can to project. Yes. Because they don't have actual usage, so you know. Right, exactly. And of course, you go out on the street and ask people, "Well, do you smoke marijuana?" Oh no, God, no, I don't. You know. Right. Exactly. Which, you know, a lot of people do, but they say they don't. Well, you know, they fear for their job because on the federal scheduling, it's still under Schedule 1. Right. Which, you'll lose your job. Yeah, and another thing, uh, if it does become legal federally, how about these guys that are in jail for these, like, say, trafficking or whatever? Well, I know California started a program where they're expunging records of, you know, people that were caught with, say, minimal amounts. Right. I don't know about the, the big time movers that were caught with, let's say, 100 pounds. But Right. But you think their sentence would be uh, at least cut down? I think they would. Yeah, that would make sense. It, it don't make sense to keep somebody in there for something that's now legal. Right, and it, it'd be like, okay, back then it was illegal. Now it's not, so. But you would think they would cut the sentence down enough where, like, now it'd be, okay, time served. Yeah, I, and if it got rescheduled and legalized nationwide, I think that would, that would be the, the right thing to do. I agree, because it, it, be, it would be stupid to keep those people... In jail for that while the government's making money the way they were trying to make money. Right? It's like, wait a minute, I'm still locked up in here, but you're selling weed on the outside? Right, exactly. Where's the fucking justice in that? And So, you know, I, I, think, I think I would vote for it if they put it on the ballot. I know I would vote for it because mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of seeing all this cartel violence and, you know, and we have put a damper in the cartels by legalizing it in i think 13 states or i don't know i i have the numbers but you know it's getting legalized everywhere right. so right yeah and, and you know if they put it on the ballot i would vote for it also i don't use it you know because of my job but you know like you said why give the money to the cartel when we keep it right here right yeah well it says 33 states and the district of columbia have some type of legalization recreational and medical so okay i, I, I didn't mean, know that many states had recreational no 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 it's a combination okay. 33 states okay either one or the other or both <clears throat> yes okay because i know the recreational number was pretty low i think the recreational number is at like 13 yeah 13. I, that sounds right and you know that's like a quarter of the country medical it's almost the whole damn country right except for your conservative states uh and and Speaking of conservative states, I think Oklahoma, they're finally giving into it. Right. But it's, you know, we got a way to go, but I think we've come a long way. Right. We have. At least now it's on the table and it's being talked about. Right. And I'm just not saying it for for the stoners, you know, because that, that stereotype's gone. There's, you know, 
doctors, right, lawyers that won't admit it, and that that they use this exactly they smoke it exactly. And uh, yeah, but uh, uh, I I read an article where they they're pretty confident it's going to get legalized this year. Hey, it's not a matter of. If it's a matter of when, right? Well, let me not this year, but in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Well, they do hit the they they hit the legislative uh, arena here in January. In January. Yep, and that'll be a thirty day session, yep. and and that's why uh, the governor wanted her team to put all these this information together. <clears throat> and another thing she wanted them to look into is like enforcement, public safety, like a treat it like a DUI but what they're talking about is how do we test for it because you can't really do the blood test for alcohol because I mean for THC because if you used it yesterday it's still going to be in your system right no and 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 they have a way right and what they're talking about is going back to the field sobriety test right you know how they're going to do that on the field sobriety test Let's find, pull him over. I think I think this guy's stoned. Let's test him. So the t- cop's going to get out, and he's going to say, what would you prefer, sir, a chili dog or a pretzel? If you say, dude, I'll take the chili dog, <laughs> yep. you're busted. I'll take the, the chili dog if you got something to drink. They'll <laughs> <laughs> say, would you want one or two chili dogs? If I could have two, dude, that'd be cool. <laughs> That would be great if I could have them before I get home because yeah. my wife has me on a diet. <laughs> I think that's how they're going to do the field sobriety. Yep. Yeah, but it's. I think it's coming. It's coming soon. So now we know that there's going to be benefits. I mean, and look right. look what Colorado's doing. They're rebuilding their roads, their schools. Right. And, and, and that's another thing <clears throat> they got to focus on. If they legalize it, where is the money going to be allocated to? Yeah. And uh, one person wants to put it toward uh, medical spending. Right. And I, I do agree. Some of it has to go there. Right. But why can't we use it for education, for our infrastructure? I, I, I think, I think. Percentage it should be broken up and earmarked, like you said, some for infrastructure, some for education, and yeah, some for medical. You know, like rehab facilities or whatnot. Right, but, and they were always are they were also talking about the medical marijuana program to subsidize it to help low income people who need it who are suffering from cancer or whatever. Right, and 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 I'm cool with that, but you got to prove that you're low income. Can yeah can be the homeless guy going into the dispensary and saying I'm homeless but I need my medicine you know yeah exactly I'm like yeah no no bro we're not we already pay enough for you right but if they do that you think they'll subsidize me for my alcohol uh no I don't think so uh, I I think on that one you're gonna get taxed just like you've always been veto. Right. <laughs> well, you know, it, it don't hurt to ask. Yeah, well, it doesn't hurt to ask. So taking it back, we know that that's coming, legalization. But here's the other spinning point that I think is good about if we legalize it, which Trump already kind of has in the farm bill. He's yes. legalized the production of hemp. Yes. Now, that, I think, is that's a no-brainer. Well, that's that's a big one. That's a whole different conversation. 
But that's a big it, one. It is. But, I mean, if you look at the products that can be created with hemp, and, you know, of course, hemp, it doesn't have the THC content that right. that marijuana does or, or cannabis and because they're grown differently, and they, they let the male and female mix, so the THC level goes down and produces all the seeds, kind of like that Mexican ragweed that you get back in the 70s right. and 80s and 90s you know but they could do so much with hemp they can make paper they can make clothing they they could make parts for automobiles like yeah. the interiors and stuff yeah i'm going to give you just 15 products that could be made from hemp so since you popped one and the first one on the list is is beer uh beer and hemp are the perfect match that's because hops and cannabis are essentially botanical cousins Breweries around the country are now using hemp to make cannabis-infused beer as well as infused wine in some wineries. Now, the infused beer doesn't have the THC content, right? but the wine does. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so, some, yeah. Yeah. So beer's one. Sunscreen. Okay. Hemp seed milk. If you're lactose intolerant, there's your alternative. Hmm. Shoes. Rope. Clothing such as pants, jeans, shirts, hats, etc. Hempcrete. Now, this one's a good one. I've seen how they use hempcrete, and they're using it in Canada. So, Canada has this project that they're building homes with hempcrete. And it's just as sturdy, if not stronger, than concrete. And the way they make it's amazing. And they pour it like concrete. But here's the catch. Well, still with concrete, you risk getting mold. Right. You risk mold just spreading. While hemp breathes, it, it breathes, it's porous. There's no risk of getting mold in hempcrete. So you could build a house and it's going to be mold resistant. Right, and it, it's, it has the same strength as concrete. <clears throat> Stronger, they say. Wow, well, that's a no-brainer. We should switch. <laughs> right, and right here, a hemp sports car. And I've seen cars made in Europe through hemp and they've hit them with hammers and it, they don't dent it bounced right off so the renew sports car has been making headlines over the past couple years because it features a body made out of hemp and this is what jay leno drove on his jay leno's garage he drove one okay and and you know if jay leno endorses it right come on he is the man yep forget about it especially <coughs> he's a car collector so do, do you remember that uh cheech and chong movie when they had the van made out of pot yeah up see in, they were up in they were, smoke no, they, it was nice dreams oh nice dreams yeah. they, they were way ahead of their time yeah they were yeah they were so and of course paper Hemp paper is better than yes. paper made out of wood pulp. You've seen how they make that, all those toxic chemicals. And then where do they shoot them? Into the stream, right? By right. them, by the exactly. factory. Now, now, speaking of like making hemp paper as opposed to wood paper, what is the, uh, they're both renewable. Right. What is the growth rate as hemp compared to like trees? So how long does it take to grow a forest to get the trees? Years. Uh, years. 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 And we could have a new hemp crop every 90 days where we're generating paper. So it's better for the environment, better for the pocket, you know. Yeah. It's better all the way around. Um, protein powder, hemp seeds considered to be a superfood. They're full of fatty acids, tons of protein, antioxidants, amino acids, and many other critical nutrients such as omega-3s. There's a documentary that talks about the people in the Indies Mountains 
And of course, they can't grow nothing because they're so high up there. So what they do is they grow hemp. It grows everywhere. And they they shake the plant kind of like getting the wheat chaff. Right. Same thing. And then they crush it and they make cakes, which the cakes are so rich in nutrients. That's what they live off. It's like eating fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, omega-3s, your vitamins. It's, right. it's crazy right. how nutritious it is. It's full of nutrition. So everyone go out and buy a hemp cake. Uh, diapers. Now, they said these are reusable, and they're like, you know, people wouldn't use them, but we got diapers just sitting in the landfill, not breaking down, takes years. Right. And they're like, you know, well, you know, okay, that one, I don't know if you're going to sell people on it. but Well, you know, in a few years, we might need diapers. Right. And there's, well, I may sooner than you, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way I drink, I kind of wear one just in case. But they say these these are way more absorbent than the cotton ones, which I, I believe. That's what I need. Right. Okay, then let's... That's, uh, it was either that or the catheter, so... Well, ooh, I don't want the catheter. <laughs> and fuel. I mean, they make fuel out of the hemp, too. So hemp can be processed into hemp biodiesel and hemp ethanol slash methanol, both of which can be used as fuel. In fact, hemp-based fuels are supposed to be significantly more eco-friendly and cost efficient than petroleum fuel right <clears throat> the only trick is to getting the cost down because right. at first everything's going to cost well it is but like anything else but once you get the factory set up the refinery set up once you get rolling once you get rolling uh, rolling no pun intended yep. <laughs> and then here's here's one that i found was interesting because I, I i did a college paper on hemp and i knew all what hemp could do but like super capacitors they're saying that super capacitors today are made with uh what is it uh uh what is what's it called graphene yeah graphene and the nano sheets are made out of graphene while in 2014 a canadian scientist figured out how to make the nano sheets out of hemp uh which made better supercapacitors. Wow. And it, it, brought, it brought the cost down. But there again, maybe in Canada they'll start doing that now because it's totally legal nationwide. Right. And and that's that's why we need to get on board because we're falling behind. We are. The rest of the world's getting on board and we're not. And then right. finally the CBD oils, which everyone's hearing about. They're on every corner. <clears throat> right. And not only hearing, I, I've used them myself. I have a, a bad shoulder. I haven't tried the cream but I've tried the drops, and, and they help. They help with inflammation. Right. I I haven't tried the CBD oils. I mean, you know, but now, now, I, I hear everyone talk about yeah. them. Yeah. Now, they have different kinds. The one I get is the one with zero THC because of my, my job. Of course, I don't need it in my bloodstream. But they said the, the most effective CBD is the full spectrum because it uses more of the plant. And I, I want to try it, but... You know, I'm, I need my job first. I know. It's it's the, the government and rescheduling of this natural plant. Right. That keeps people from trying natural remedies that may help. <clears throat> I mean, look at now the VA's suggesting, you know, cannabis for the veterans and whatnot. Uh, they just got to get with the program. Right. But if the VA is on board, it's only a, a matter of time before the federal government gets on board. Right. And and they need to. They do. They do. And uh, we all need to. I mean, it's like you said, it's not about the stoners. Just think of the revenue 
think of what we can do with hemp and just think of how much it'll help people that are suffering. Right. I I mean, just think of the the economical boost. Now, people don't think it'll be much, but I think it will. I think they'll be surprised. But here's the thing that I think is going to be, you know, we have our farmers that grow cotton and we're going to have our lobbyists that want to cock block it like they do anything else exactly well well, i tell these farmers well go ahead grow a little con but can't you cut your field in half and grow some hemp too right either way you could sell your product to the market exactly are you afraid to grow hemp you know you sure grew it for world war ii right exactly well and and you know what that's a lot of it people are afraid to do it right now i guess it takes a lot of balls to be the first one yeah well, and you know what? The first one's always the trendsetter. Right. And he's the one that gets rich. Yep. Yep. Maybe we need to start a little farm in our backyard. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it grows anywhere. Yeah. It's a weed. It's a herb. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, but I think this country needs to get on board. Hell, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start growing hemp, and I'm going to make my kids clothes. And you know what the thing is? It's like the younger generation... I think it's because of them that it's where it is today because they're like, they're like, I don't drink alcohol. I don't want to drink alcohol. Right. You know, and my dad drank alcohol every night. He came home from, from work to relax, and now his liver's failed, and he's got cirrhosis, and he's dying, you know, and they're going to say, well, you're going to get lung cancer. Not true. And Well, not, not only that, but... Let's just talk about the effects of alcohol. How many times have you, <clears throat> well, I'll just say it, we're both former service members. How many times have you been in a bar drinking and gone to a fight? Of, well, overseas or Anywhere. stateside? Anywhere. Okay. Well, in, well, well, I'm talking our younger days. Oh, that's just part of it. That, that was Be, part of it. Yeah, because you're, you're and, and here's the catch too. You know, I wasn't a drinker. When I was in high school, yeah, I, I smoked the weed, but I was forced to drink. Because weed was illegal. Right. That's, that's okay. right. Now, back to my question. How many times, in back in our younger days again, when you were expen- experimenting with marijuana, did you go out and get into a fight? Not once. Not one damn time. Not one damn time. All I wanted to do back then was play video games or play my guitar, be creative, shit. And maybe make a run to all subs for them damn burritos. That was a must. Yeah. But, yeah, no, we we never got rowdy. We never wanted to fight. But the minute you get drunk and whiskey, it's like you're 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Right. You're kind of looking for a fight sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Your your chest puffs out. That's just what that does to you. especially ours, because being in the military, sometimes you have a stressful job, so you want to blow off steam and... That's, I guess, I'm not going to say that's the only way, but that's kind of how we're taught in the military. Well, well, you follow the lead. You're like, okay, well, you're going to get rowdy. I'm going to get rowdy. Yeah, we're going to fucking destroy this whole damn bar is what <laughs> yeah. we're going to do. And and sometimes you do. And, and, and that's why military personnel would get bad raps. You know, they're like, we don't want you in these bars, man. You guys just come and cause trouble. And Right. Now, there was certain places where I would go, like in uh, in Japan, and they wouldn't even let us in the bar. Yeah, uh, well. But you come to Gallup, and everyone's welcome. Come right. on, Drunk Town, That's USA. Right. Blame it on the alcohol. And there again, <laughs> there again, like we talked about growing up, that we've seen people pass out because of alcohol in the streets. Right. 
I ain't never seen that happen with marijuana. No. Never. I've never seen someone get high and pass out in the street. I've seen them sitting in the park with a 12-pack of tacos, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's welcome. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they, they made it home, and then they passed out, you know. Right, exactly. I just I just think it's been demonized for far too long. And, I and, and that that's the right word, because the government, for some reason, I've heard plenty of stories about, you know, when our country first came together, why they made it illegal. Right. And uh, that's just it. They wanted to put a bad name, demonize it. And and they did. And it was Anslinger who did it, you know. It was, and I believe the man was a racist because he singled out the Mexicans right. and the blacks. And, and, you know, one of the stories I heard was when the Mexicans were coming over to work uh, crops or whatever, they used to like to smoke marijuana. So he uh, made it illegal, or somebody did, to try to keep the Mexicans out. Yeah, and that was Anslinger, yeah. And he would blame, uh, you know, the jazz musicians. They smoke marijuana, and then they want to rape our white women. And mm. he just, yeah, he demonized it. Right. Know? Which is a sad thing, you know. That's what racism can do, you know. Right, but that's just a sad thing when you put a racist in that uh, power seat. You know, they put their own agenda out on everybody. Well, of course, of course, and it happens time and time again. It, it's happening right now. We have a, a government, you know, that's, they're still taxing us, but they're not representing us. That's right. That's right. And how do we stop that? We try by voting them out. Well, it, you're right. We need to vote them out, especially these career politicians, but... You know, it's it takes more than just one vote. Every vote does count, it but it does. takes more than just one. Well, you know, and it's 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 sad, but they they run in packs. You get one out, another one comes in. They're they're corrupted. They they get corrupted by power. Right. And they're like, what What do you mean? What do you mean? I can make as much money as you did? Oh, by screwing the people? Sure. Exactly. Okay, just like right now. Why won't they reschedule? You know. Weed, marijuana, to just take it, reschedule it, do away with it. Just make it in the same category as beer. Big Pharma won't have it. Right. Big, big Pharma don't, they're, they're afraid of it, yet they're on board wanting to develop cannabis medicine chemically in, in the lab, which it's not the same. It's not the same, but what they're trying to stick their hands in the pot is what they're trying to do. Right, and you can't reproduce what nature does in this plant. Right. It's been proven by these big pharma companies that have tried making uh, I the, forgot, synthetic, the synthetic marijuana, and right. it, it just they don't get the same results. They're pushing to keep it illegal, but they want their <clears throat> version of it. Right, right. Which, but it ain't the same. You can't, yeah. you can't replicate Mother Nature. You can't. I'm like... The hand of God touches that plant. You can't yep, replicate I that. I believe that. Every, everything everything mm. God touches has a reason and it's blessed. Everything man touches turns to shit. Right, because there's uh, greed behind it. And that's why. I mean, greed, yeah. Look, we're killing the oceans. We're uh, killing our whole planet, not just the oceans. Right. I mean, let's, let's take that hemp products. You know, we use spoons and forks already that are plant-based starch plant-based and they're biodegradable right i'm like we could do the same with hemp and yes we got to really think about what we're doing with these plastics there was a whale a young sperm whale that washed up in the news the other day 
on the shores of, I think it was New Zealand or something. And when they dissected it, they found over 200 pounds of plastic products, rope, partial nets, but mostly plastics in the belly. 200 pounds. What was any of it Walmart bags? No, I think they were Target bags. Okay, I was going to say (laughs) because... Us Latinos, we use Walmart bags as trash bags. We repurpose that shit. No, no, they were. This was just like plastic bottles because you you've heard they're trying right. to clean up the ocean. Well, that's that's what it was. It's all the plastic in the ocean. So, you know, I was like, that that's so sad. It is that it, that, that animal died because we don't have a better alternative. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. Plastics were good for a while, but. Right, they serve their purpose, but we got to move forward and find something better. Right, we have to. We're, I just see it because I have grandkids, and I'm like, I don't want to leave this world. Right, what, what kind of world are we leaving for Keith Richards? Right, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. But yeah, no. Yeah, no. I, I, I agree. We need something better and biodegradable and. Shit, why not make the forks where after you eat, you could eat the fucking fork, bitch? I, I agree. We do, we've do. we done it forever. We use tortillas. That's, hey, but that's, that, that's, that's how we were raised. <laughs> yeah. and, those, and that's where the chip company Tostitos got the idea for the dipping chip, you know? Yep, exactly. They're, they're like, oh, look at those guys. <laughs> they're eating their forks. What the fuck? Yeah. How do they scoop up that meat, beans, rice, cheese, yeah. all in a tortilla like that? Yep. We could make money on that. That's right. <laughs> that's a good idea market it let's get them stoned and give them those chips that's right <laughs> all right so i i think we kind of touched the base i mean we could go on and on but do you have anything you want to add no i there's going to be a part two we'll wait till after the session in that's con- right in uh here in new mexico in january that's right and then we could keep everyone uh informed on what's going on yeah we'll we'll let you guys know how it goes for our state and we'll let you know if uh we're still going to be a poor state heavily dependent on oil and gas revenue uh yes. or, or if we're going to get another uh coffer that may help us right in our poor education state right and if it gets legalized you guys could come to new mexico buy some weed and Come to our podcast. That's right, and we could we t- could talk about all look all the movies that they film here. You could get high and take a tour. You know that's funny. I was I was cruising downtown Central today, and they're filming another movie down there. Yeah, I think this this year we've had. I I think they said at any given time there's like eighty productions going on statewide. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I, I see them all over, especially in the downtown area. Well, I mean, look, Netflix, they're committed to building uh, the studio. Like, I forgot, a billion dollars over the next 10 years or someone not. CBS is developing the studio here. So, I mean, we're becoming little Hollywood. Right. We are the new Hollywood. That's right. So, let's find a documentary maker out there. And there's already tons of documentaries about cannabis, but... Come on to New Mexico and make one about cannabis in New Mexico. Or make one about us. Try it. I guarantee you we have some old military stories that you'd like to hear. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But we won't talk about that now. You take your pick. All right. Well, I think we're going to end it there for tonight because we like to keep our podcast at a certain length so that we don't bore y'all. And once again, if you want to reach out to us, reach out to us at late night with larry 55 at gmail.com that's one word 
And don't forget to subscribe to us and send us an email and let us know if you like it or not. You know, yeah. we appreciate it. Yeah, tell us you love us, you hate us. You know, we'll cry for a little while, but we'll be okay. Yeah, we will. All right. Peace oh. out. Be good humans. Thank you. <laughs>